Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro, coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 29th episode of Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. Sarah... (laughs) Have I ever started an episode without saying, well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast? Yeah, I was just (laughs) thinking that. Really? Yes. Unless I guess we uh, kick off the episode with a song. Or or maybe my cringeworthy impressions. I love your impressions, though. Actually, Mm -hmm. those are my favorite uh, when you do a good impression. I'm pretty sure all of our listeners quite enjoy them as well. I'm not sure I have a good impression. Although, actually, EC3 even complimented uh, my Hulk Hogan impression. Yeah, then maybe I I was thinking maybe he was just trying to earn brownie points with the family. Yeah, speaking of brownie points, I noticed that he added you as a friend on Facebook recently. Yes, yes, he did. I'm almost at the 100 mark. (laughs) 100 friends? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Interestingly enough, I have 1,000 friend requests that are just waiting for me to even respond to. No big deal, but just just to put things into perspective. You're so popular. In case you uh, ever get the impression that you run this show, Sarah, now you know, all right, where we're at. Yeah, yeah, I, I, don't, media. I don't think there was any worry with that, but thanks <laughs> for putting it into perspective and keeping me grounded. You're welcome. I know I got to do that sometimes. Yeah, especially since according (laughs) to last week's episode on food cravings uh, and their connection to our emotions, apparently I'm incredibly jealous of you. Speaking of jealousy, this week's episode has been a long time coming, and I know I will drop the occasional beauty trick and tip of mine here on the podcast, but uh, we thought it would be really cool to make an entire episode all about our best natural beauty regimens. Oh, oh, now make sure you use that term correctly or dad will lose it. Yeah, regimen, regime, regiment. Uh, I don't know, dad, dad hates when people incorrectly use this term. We had a big discussion a couple days ago. Let's look it up, actually. I am curious, being a grammar nerd and a journalism graduate myself. To Google! A regimen is a way of life, a course of medical treatment or therapy. Regimen also describe a system of government, though the word regime is much more commonly used to describe a system of government. Therefore, I think you did use it correctly, Sammy. Of course I did. Let us get back on task here, a uh, mm-hmm. little grammar nerd. Yeah, maybe our next episode should be about grammar. <laughs> yeah, we can watch the ratings tank with mm-hmm. that one. Although I suppose that would be an episode you could actually provide some useful information on. And uh, on a completely unrelated topic, this coffee you made for me is frigging horrible. You are the worst <laughs> admin assistant and sidekick ever. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay,、uh, at home I have what's called a coffee pot. I don't understand the friggin' gadgets in your kitchen that sound like a 747 jet landing、uh, whenever I'm using it. <laughs> don't you be hating on my fancy espresso latte cappuccino maker. Anyways, this whole damn time, all I wanted to do, Sarah dearest, was tell you. Just how much nicer your hair is than mine, because of course, and、I'll、let everybody else know, Sarah has never in her entire life chemically processed it, and I've pretty much blasted my coarse, fried, hay-like, Teen Wolf, shitty hair、uh, with every damaging treatment there is. Don't even get me started on the time I did one of those Brazilian blowouts, which is basically putting formaldehyde all over your scalp, and the woman had like a mask on, and there was like fans blowing on my head, and the whole time I was like, "Do I get a mask?" No, you just get it seeping into your scalp and brain. For God's sake! But anyways, I will admit, Sarah, as I am staring at you right now in my bedroom, that sounds wrong. Uh, but I admit that I I am a little jealous of your hair. What am I like on a hidden camera show or something? What what is this? The truth finally comes out. <laughs> If everybody goes back and listens to our Mother's Day podcast where we interview our mom, you will hear Sam trying to drag us all down to her shitty hair level. She always <laughs> throws me in the same. Well, our shitty hair.、Um, and well, mom record, and dad both have shitty hair. Uh, for the record, there actually was one time that,、uh, as a teenager, when I tried to dye my hair purple, I think you were doing it with me because we had to bleach it first. And I remember when I looked in the mirror and saw Billy Joe <laughs> from Green Day, his reflection staring back at me.、Uh, I think it scared me off of、uh, dyeing my hair ever again. This does actually sound familiar. Before we get into all of my tried and true vegan hippie beauty routines. Why don't you, Sari, tell us what your daily beauty regimens look like? Okay, well, let me see.、Um, get in shower, wash body and face with bar of soap. <laughs> wash, wash hair with、uh, cheapest generic brand of grocery store shampoo. Yeah, sulfates too. <laughs> Uh, you're the one who just admitted I have lovely hair. So, <laughs> cream the body, makeup on the face, and done. Okay. So, if if everyone hasn't yet clued in, Sarah and I are very different in our regimens. Sarah, do you remember I used to? I think I started wearing wrinkle cream in grade eight. Was the first time I I started to. Freak the hell out about wrinkles and、uh, yeah, not having perfect skin. Yeah, at thirteen. Yeah, I, it's scary to think about just how many chemical laden drugstore products I would slather all over my my poor little face and body. Yeah, it's a good thing you've been toxin free for a while now, because I think otherwise you'd be like friggin' glowing or something, <laughs> and not in a good way. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what my deal with this shit was,、uh, but yeah, ever since I was a little girl, I was. So terrified of getting wrinkles, and I was so obsessed with having the most perfectly soft and smooth, blemish-free skin I could get. 
And I always thought that I needed the most expensive lotions and potions to achieve optimal skin to the point that in my 20s, I would literally travel to Mexico and hit up the Mexican pharmacias for the most potent retinol or retin-A prescription creams that I could find because I had read that retinol was good for preventing wrinkles but you can't get it in high doses here in Canada unless you have a prescription for it. So I would literally slather my face with the Mexican pharmacia stuff that I got daily. And I even got Mexican prescription hydroquinone cream. I think that's how it's said, um, which was said to lighten and bleach away blemishes on the face. Not that I even had any blemishes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was, I was older than that. This was in my twenties. The use of these products is definitely very controversial nowadays and probably not vegan yeah Yeah. good point i'm assuming this was when you were uh just an ignorant vegetarian and not a hardcore vegan not so much fun um but a fact about retinol do not use uh products with retinol in them when you are pregnant why is that It's been a while since I read the literature, but it has something to do with um, because retinol is vitamin A and can be transferred to the baby, uh, which can overdose on on vitamin A and can cause birth defects. Which really makes you question what kind of defects these products have on a young woman as well, uh, not just the fetus. But what actually made me toss mine out was something I read about a study Apparently, using uh, high-potency retinol, retin-A products makes you die faster. (laughs) Actually, before I start spewing uh, like an expert on this uh, really terrifying uh, thought here, let me Google what it is that I read and try to find that study. (laughs) Um, Okay, hold up. Here we go. Retin-A is associated with increased mortality. Shocking but true, a clinical trial comparing 0.1% tretinoin cream, which is uh, the prescription for Retin-A, to placebo was stopped six months before it was supposed to end because of the unanticipated high number of deaths in the tretinoin group. Although the deaths were statistically significant, The researchers buried the study for four years. When it was finally published, the deaths were attributed to, get this, chance. Maybe the fact that the lead investigator received financial support from Johnson & Johnson, a manufacturer of tretinoin, and by the way, the worst company for testing on animals, Mm. perhaps that had something to do with it. Then it says, although the FDA and Canada have remained silent on this, the Archives of Dermatology editorial at least suggested that medical practitioners may wish to discuss the results of this study with all patients using topical tretinoin. Bam! Crazy. Yeah, that's terrifying. And yet, uh, isn't it ironic that you used to cringe when I used to tell you that I use plain soap on my face? (laughs) Do you know how bad that is for your skin? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about you, but uh, increased risk of death in order to prevent a few fine lines on my face, eh, it just doesn't seem really worth it, you know? (laughs) Although I will say I do have a Derma A 
vegan brand, which is a great company that's all non-toxic ingredients. They do a vitamin A face cream that I love. Or if you are wanting something that has similar skin benefits like retinol, go for glycolic acid, which is a form of alpha hydroxy acids, and it's derived from sugar cane. Just make sure that the product you get is vegan because I know uh, some of those glycolic acid peels, they, they contain lactic acid and sometimes it is derived from milk. But yeah, it's great. Definitely a, a good natural exfoliant option uh, that apparently has all the same effects on wrinkles and fine lines as Retin-A. And in case anyone is wondering why I know so much about skincare products, I think you guys might be underestimating just how obsessed with wrinkles and skincare I am and always have been. Sarah, you can vouch for this, right? Yeah, definitely. You guys don't even want to look in my medicine cabinet, all right? It's, It's bad. But yeah, it's funny. It wasn't until I read... The Toxin Solution, which is a fantastic and terrifying book uh, that really opened my eyes to the harmful long-term effects of all these toxic ingredients that are found in my beloved expensive skincare products. And actually, I think I would like to do a whole episode about toxin exposure, like specifically related to the beauty products that we use. Um, So yeah, I definitely highly recommend everybody read that book. It pretty much turned me into a paranoid, obsessive psychopath, and I'm now both thankful to Dr. (laughs) Joseph Pizzorno, who is the author, for opening my eyes and mad at him at the same time for being uh, kind of a buzzkill to my (laughs) very girly girl lifestyle. But yeah, actually, it was kind of funny. Last night, I ran into Walmart to get some light bulbs, and I felt like such a snob walking through, well, the whole store, but specifically through the food section. I was just really repulsed by all the packaged food and everything I looked at. I just thought, ugh, poison. I I admit I was totally judging everybody else that was in there, thinking how toxic they all are. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the whole toxin exposure topic is is for real, a whole episode in itself. But uh, I will end this this random rant by saying, please, guys, only use natural products that do not contain fragrance that are low in chemicals and definitely free of phthalates. Phthalates are a very common uh, chemical additive that is found in uh, especially in nail polish and hairspray and can reek havoc on your liver, your kidneys, your lungs, and your reproductive system. So it's something to not take lightly. Uh, it is kind of funny how educated I sound on this stuff, eh, Sarah? Yeah, I, I was pretty impressed. Yeah. yeah, well, toxin solution, I'm telling you, game changer. Truthfully, only been using all these natural products for less than a year now, and clearly the all-natural stuff is keeping me as young and toit and fresh-looking as all that expensive chemical-laden chemical stuff uh, from before because I am proud to say that earlier this week I was asked for a student card at the grocery store. Booyah! Ugh, excuse me while I throw up. <laughs> Shut up, Sarah. Uh... <laughs> And ironically enough, I also wear less makeup now in my mid-30s than I did in my 20s and use far less products. I think that's kind of... Isn't it ironic? 
But uh, to be honest, Sari, I'll admit that I totally use you as my guide for how haggard I'm going to end up looking since you are six years older than me. Thank you? Is, is that a compliment? <laughs> uh, yeah, for the record, everything is, is pretty good until about 41. You hit 40 and you're like, yeah, it's all right, no big deal. And then something happens between 40 and 41. All of a sudden at 41, you're, I don't know, just everything tanks real hard. You're like, oh, great. do I need reading glasses? Uh, how many gray hairs do I have now? And your face, I don't know, sometimes I'm like, how many crows were walking on my face last night? Or <laughs> I don't... Okay, stop, God. Okay, well, anyways, Sarah, you are six years older than me, and if it's any consolation, I am more than happy to follow in your aging footsteps. <laughs> I would say the fact that you only have a few gray hairs and minimal fine lines, for the record, um, and definitely a, a pretty hot, smoking little bod for somebody who barely works out, I think you're doing I. Wow, you're just full of compliments today. Seriously, is there a hidden camera somewhere? I know. Why am I being so complimentary? All right, well, whatever. We've talked enough about you. (laughs) Okay, I'll just take my smoking hot bod over there to the corner and let you have the mic. (laughs) Thank you. As we all know by now, I am obviously a big advocate for daily routines, especially the importance of having a set morning routine, which I discuss in more detail on the Habits podcast, which is episode 7, I believe. And so in that episode, we talk about the first 90 minutes of your day should pretty much be the exact same every single day. And I'm going to share my identical everyday beauty routines that are obviously a hell of a lot different than Sarah's. Um, Literally, the first thing I do every single morning after I urinate, of course, is I slather my face in coconut oil. And I know a lot of people are thinking, oh my god, that's so pore clogging and whatever. And I'm telling you guys, I never have zits. And I do this every morning and I've been doing this for at least the last year. And then, so for a solid minute, I will just massage the coconut oil into my face and give my face a little facial massage. Fun fact, guys, stimulating your face muscles with regular massage actually helps to bring oxygen to the area, which is a natural form of anti-aging skincare in itself. So for all you chicks who are scared to rub your faces and you're constantly delicately patting your faces with your eye creams uh, in fear of getting wrinkles, it's actually a fact that more blood flow to your skin increases collagen production, which will actually give your face a nice healthy glow. So after my mini facial massage, I then basically just let the remaining coconut oil soak into my face while I drink my big glass of lemon water and get hydrated. You can really use any kind of oil on your face that it, that you have at home. I, I don't know if I would do olive oil, but uh, I think my my yeah. musty mattress from my that home, would be a no from my homemade um, olive oil body lotion. Uh, I'm kind of turned off of olive oil at this point, but sometimes I will do almond oil or jojoba oil, whatever natural oil you like. It'll work. Um, Then while I am sipping my coffee, 
something I've recently started doing in the mornings is rubbing a little hair health concoction into my scalp. And Sarah, this might be a good idea for you if you are noticing more gray hairs coming in. So uh, thanks to the brilliant idea that I had in the summer to bleach my hair and then dye it neon red, which of course destroyed my already destroyed hair even further, I was then forced to cut it all off, right down to chin length, and I frigging hate it. I really do miss having long hair. I've been doing a lot of research on natural ways to grow healthier, longer hair, and something I kept seeing on the internet was using rosemary essential oil. I think I actually heard about this from one of Fully Raw Christina's YouTube videos. Uh, I guess some hippies believe that rosemary oil encourages hair growth because of its anti-inflammatory properties and because it promotes nerve growth and improves your circulation. And much like peppermint oil, it strengthens circulation. And uh, so a lot of these vegan hippies claim that it prevents premature graying as well and dandruff for all you dry scalps out there. (laughs) (laughs) So what I've been doing every morning is I mix a few drops of rosemary essential oil with a few drops of peppermint oil and then I will um, add that combo to a carrier oil again, something like almond oil or coconut oil or jojoba oil as mentioned earlier. And I'll massage it into my scalp uh, in the morning before I throw my shitty short hair into a little bun. And I, I should also mention probably that I have very dry, shitty hair as is. So adding oil to my already hay-like hair doesn't make it super greasy. Um, so I would maybe suggest doing this at nighttime if you are worried about looking like a flathead grease ball all day. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll rub this onto my scalp and I'll do little circular motions to really get that circulation going and I'll do that for a couple minutes. Then, like I said, I'll put my hair into a sad, tiny little top knot and then I'll head to the gym and do my 20 or 30 minutes of fasted cardio. And I gotta admit, I love that uh, I get a little sweaty And the natural oils from my scalp is good for stimulation. And I smell very fresh and clean thanks to that peppermint as I work up a sweat. So it's kind of invigorating. And uh, yeah, then I'll wash my hair and shower when I get home from cardio. Although truth be told, guys, I only wash my hair once per week because it is always sweaty anyways because I work out every day. And uh, let's be honest, ain't nobody got time for washing and blow drying and flat ironing and whatever else processes we do. I, I, I only do it once a week. Also, the peppermint oil I find prevents my hair from stanking. <laughs> So I, I'm digging this little little uh, routine, and I suggest everybody else who's trying to grow your hair give it a, sh- a shot. And Sarah, maybe you can try the rosemary oil and let me know if it helps with the grays. Okay, I'll give that a shot. Uh, maybe you could try patchouli, um, which Ew. pretty much overpowers everything. Don't you hippies love that shit? Well... I draw the line at patchouli. I literally hate that smell. Yeah, actually, I I wouldn't be able to come here if you did that. (laughs) Then again, I I never thought I'd want to smell like rosemary either. Um, Oh, (laughs) Actually, the whole time you were talking, I was thinking, uh, rosemary and garlic is a lovely food combination. But I'm very hungry right now, so I wouldn't suggest putting that on your head. (laughs) 
Um, and actually, while we are on the topic of essential oils, something I learned from mom just yesterday, keep essential oils away from your cats. If you are a cat owner, apparently they are unable to metabolize the essential oils because they're lacking some kind of liver enzyme. And so they're seeing a lot of deaths in cats happening all over because um, of these uh, oil diffusers that everyone is using. I guess now I'm being a buzzkill, but just something to consider. Be careful with that. Back to my morning beauty routine. (laughs) Is this even interesting? Riveting. You guys tell us if you like these episodes or not. Once I am out of the shower... Take a wild guess what I moisturize my body with. Sarah, any guesses? Coconut oil? Yes. Oh, and I should mention that if time permits, before I even go do my cardio, I will often dry brush my whole body, again with circular motion, starting from my feet upwards towards my heart, and then all over my neck and chest, down towards my heart. You basically always want to dry brush towards your heart that's the best for circulation and i won't bore everybody for a second episode about the detoxing (laughs) and health uh, skin benefits of dry brushing you can all listen to the channeling your inner goddess podcast episode if you want to learn more about that but anyways yes after my shower i do slather my whole damn body with coconut oil and then I always slip into some snuggy cotton pajamas to really Ow! to really seal <laughs> in that moisture. And then I'll head into the kitchen and make my fave smoothie, which is jam-packed full of antioxidant-rich fruits and veggies. Now, I know this episode is all about vegan skincare, but obviously we all know the important role that nutrition plays in skin health and appearance as well. Not to mention hydration. Water is crucial for keeping your skin hydrated. Hydrated skin is younger looking skin, as we all know. So obviously the loss of hydration in the skin will definitely show up as dry skin. So it should be no surprise that dry skin has less resilience and is obviously more prone to wrinkles. So drink up if you do want to maintain your skin's moisture. I'm pretty sure we all know that already. But what I did want to say is that unfortunately I hate drinking water, which is because I promote it to my clients. You must be drinking at least two to three liters of water a day which I fully admit, I do not like drinking water. Um, But I am always very proud of myself when I start the day with a giant glass of lemon water, as I do every day. And then I will down a full water bottle whilst doing my cardio. And then I'll have a big smoothie after my shower before I start my work for the day. And so that does kind of make it easy for me to down a good two liters of water before my work day has even started. So I don't feel so bad if I neglect it later on in the day. Holy shit, Sarah. I just realized we are already at 40 minutes into this episode. Wow. Yeah, I apologize. I have so much to say on this topic. <laughs> I can't stop talking. And I feel like I've barely even scratched the surface. I feel like my head might explode. Why? You want me to rub some peppermint oil onto your scalp? (laughs) No, I'm good, thanks. 
All right, well, I guess we can wrap this episode up then. I am trying to keep our podcasts to under 40 minutes. Uh, it sounds, it seems like that's what everybody likes the most. So I guess we'll have to save my makeup regimen and hair products for another week. Remember the other day when we were talking about time management? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah, well, remember how I'm always talking about the importance of self-care? Do you think there's such a thing as too much self-care? Have you seen what EC3 looks like, Sarah? Yes, actually I have, yeah, yeah. I'm just glad you didn't make me squeeze his bicep like it did to my son. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, anyway, do we have any new reviews to read this week or what? We do. I think our guilt trip worked. Oh, excellent. Good. Yes, I I did notice we had two new reviews come in. Yayer! Thank you. Should I read? I feel like I haven't done one Yeah, I don't know why I always get stuck with these. Well, because you don't contribute anything else, really. Right, yeah. I don't rub anything on my scalp. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are in for a real treat. Listener feedback. This week's review comes from Kendira, and it reads... Your sisters rock! I accidentally found your podcast last night. We have a no electronics after 8 p.m. rule in our house, but I just had to keep listening, so I snuck into the bathroom with my phone and I listened till past 9 p.m. Mum's the word. <laughs> rule breaker. That was very good. That was very good. Thank you. And thank you for that, Kendira. I actually know Kendira. She is a client of ours from Vancouver uh, from a couple years ago. And I was lucky enough to meet this lovely lady in the real world at Veg Expo in Vancouver last year. So really appreciate the review, Kendira. And seriously, all you awesome vegan fitness listeners out there, these reviews on iTunes mean the world to us. So please keep them coming if you want us to keep recording. (laughs) (laughs) And one last thing before we get to our big song finale for this week's episode. It is almost Valentine's Day. And if you are wondering what to get your fit vegan babe and beau for a V-Day this year, be sure to check out the vegan Swolemate tees and hoodies that are available at jackedonthebeanstalk.com. How cute will you and your vegan swolemate look rocking these novelty shirts at the gym? They are both hilarious and awesome, but I might be biased since I made them. No, they are very cute, yeah. I know, right? Maybe we should wear them together. Yeah, I, f- I feel like maybe the swolemate doesn't really apply to me. If you had one that was like vegan flab mate, then maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, please check those out and bear in mind that your purchase of any Jacked on the Beanstalk gym gear will help buy Sarah and I a cup of coffee at our next podcast planning session. And and then I can replace the shitty coffee I made you this morning. Mm -hmm, Exactly. To conclude the Natural Vegan Hippie Beauty Routine podcast. I thought we would go with Pretty Woman. 
Roy Orbison? You got it. Ooh, mom's fave. You got it. That's another Roy Orbison song. Oh, I like it. Pretty Pretty woman walking down the street. Pretty woman, the kind I'd like to meet. Pretty woman, I don't believe you. You're not the truth. No one could look as good as you. Mercy. Pretty woman, won't you pardon me? Pretty woman, I couldn't help but see. Pretty woman, that you look lovely as can be. Are you lonely just like me? All right, well, that's it for this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. Sorry it was another random one, but give us some feedback. What do you like? What do you want to hear more of? So in the meantime, go and slather yourself in some oil, all right? And we will be back real soon. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody. Shorky Sisters out. Out.